So I'm going to show you because holy cow. Where is it? Oh, you easy day. Here we go. Do I, need, I, I need to be in a good lighted area, don't I? Can you, you uh, you're coming in clear on my side. Okay, cool. So I was on uh, watching one of the videos uh, of technology and the guy had uh, one of these. Okay. What are you thinking about? It's a kitchen sink. Uh-huh. Is that it? What is this? What what are the main attributes? Well, it is a uh, smart faucet. So right in here, when you touch it, you can turn it on, turn it off. You know, and then obviously you have your extension. And then uh, there's an app that connects to your phone, and you can. Uh, say how much water you want to come out of the faucet without having to run forever. So if you need 21 ounces, you can put 21 ounces and that's how much water will come out. If I was a professional person who needed such things, then yeah. Uh, let's see, one Mississippi, two Mississippi, three Mississippi. Oh, you know what? There's a thing that they came out with the uh, uh, a little bit ago, and it's clear. And it has red marks or blue marks on the side. And you do this, and the water goes into this thing, and it measures it for you. <laughs> I am, okay, I am not McDonald's where I have to trust how big I want my shake. <laughs> I just thought it was pretty cool because, you know, like, being able to, you know, you have your faucet and it's in there, but I think a little more interaction, like with a smart kitchen system, a little more interaction. And the fact that you can control the temperature, like you can obviously control temperature from there, but if you say, hey, I want a 21, 21 ounces of hot water, you press the app on the phone without touching Without touching the, the faucet, the water comes out. As you walk up, the senses that you're underneath it and it, the water comes out and it stops at that exact moment. I, like, I would, might, would like that for April Fool's Day. <laughs> okay. Go to cold. <laughs> Time to cold. There's also... This one. Now that might have some possibilities. It can. Uh, all you do, it has the cameras inside. So all you do, you put it, you put the, the food in there. It identifies the item and tells you how long it needs to cook or bake or warm up. From your phone. All these are, all these are items that 
are smart and that you can hook up uh, through an app to your phone. And this one tells you, yeah, so it tells you uh, uh, what the food is. or And you can also look up different food items from, from this, uh, this screen right here. So as you see, this person put salmon in. It tells you how long the temperature it needs to cook at and then how many pieces of that item you're cooking. Uh, that'd be nice. I would just want a bigger so I could put a whole turkey in there. <laughs> but no, I, 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 you know, I can get with that. I mean, if you're trying to be healthy, especially because a dehydrator, slow cooker, everything at once, I can get with that. Let's see, how big is the average turkey? Yo. Uh, you know, the average turkey is about 19 to 20 pounds. So, so nineteen twenty pounds. Okay, so this one is nineteen by nineteen. So I think if you took out the that that shelf that it's on, I think you could fit it in there. Probably like in the middle area. Gotcha. Well, yeah, just something else that they had. And I was like, oh, it's pretty interesting. Mm -mm, mm -mm. Well, uh, has 200 smart chef developed cook programs. No preheating required. Automatically recognizes 100 foods using built-in HD cameras in less than 20 minutes. Oh, 200 milliseconds, sorry. 500 guided video recipes, one pan meals, two party dishes. So it can cook a 12, it can hold a 12 by six pan, it cook a 10 pound turkey, a 12 and a 12 inch pizza. Okay. So you can't put a turkey in there. Okay, I put that by Christmas sauce. <laughs> I mean, that's a, that's a good long term investment. Okay, that's a long-term investment. Okay, yeah, what else? And then there's obviously this. So there's a thermometer. Again, smart connects your phone. Tells you how hot the item needs to be. How long it's gonna take to get there. Okay. So internal. Okay, so you have the internal heat, what it is, the external, and this is why. So you basically stick this in the meat. You don't you don't like poke out, you stick it in and you can put it in the oven while it's cooking, and they'll show you while it's cooking what the internal temperature is, what the required temperature is, and then how hot your oven will go. Then it shows you the picture and everything, and then when it when it will be ready. And uh, the part I like about it is you can put it in the food. So it's not like you stick it out. You're literally putting it in there. And it's telling you, hey, this is how long for this amount of time. And you don't have to worry about it catching on fire and blowing up because it's going it, to, it was made to withstand temperatures from what I'm seeing. We got a video. Oops. 
two out. Oh yeah, so yeah, you just put it in, you keep it in there. And it tells you when it's ready. No, it's not, I don't, I, it's, what, it's only 130 bucks. That's not a bad buy. Huh? Yeah, I, I mean, <clears throat> I personally, not the old fashioned way of doing it, so. <laughs> I mean, this way you don't have to worry, you don't have to take it out to do it or open the oven to do it. This way it could just stay in there and now you got to do boop boop on your phone and it's right there. See, it, it takes the, the convenience of you not having to be present in the area in order to check the item. Ah, so if your phone happens to die, you don't know if your food's going to burn or not. Nine times out of 10, you have more than one, more than one uh, device. <laughs> <Not that. laughs> okay. Self service. ATT went down. Crab purple salmon. <laughs> I'm just saying. Not that ten. You got a. Okay. You got a laptop and a and a and a and a and a, and a phone or a tablet following you. Oh, and and I'm pretty sure everybody everybody saw us today. A whole bunch of people can download the app, and it's not just you. You got an app. Kurt's got the app. Avery had that. Somebody's phone died. That's two other phones. I still got it. I'll stick. Yeah, I'll, I'll stick with my dumb device. <laughs> you know. And there's this one. It's a nutrition scale for food. So as you're dropping it on the, say yes, some say yes, some grapes. You drop the grapes on the scale right here. It displays everything, calories, saturated fat, cholesterol, sodium, as you're putting it on there. Now that I can get with. If and I can also, put a piece of food on there and it tells exactly what my uh, nutritional content yeah. is, that yeah, I can protein, get with. Protein, sugar, dairy, fiber, total carb, potassium, sodium, all those as you're Put it on there. It was that, and was the price tag on this Joker? I want to say this one was was it thirty bucks? Oh no, 20, twenty-five bucks. No, that's no twenty-five dollars. Yep, right now twenty-five dollars, and it's uh delivery between five and ten p.m. If you order today. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, you trying to you trying to plug it or something? I'm just I'm just saying. It's, it's available. You can get it tonight. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna have to get this. Yeah, that way I can measure out my food because I'm trying to shred down a little bit. Sinks with the fitness app, calories, vitamins, minerals, and more. The trench database get get instant access to about a million food databases. <laughs> Tracks Marco set your health goal. <laughs> Accurately weighing anything between three grams to 5,000 grams and measuring increments of one gram to 0.4 ounces. You can do ounces, pounds, grams, milk, water. Not bad. 
Yeah, that was it. Oh, there's one more. Oh, oh, and then just this one. It's an automatic can opener. Yeah. It's an automatic can opener. You put it on the top and it just goes. And again, these are things that you I see. These are things that you would keep in the kitchen. Makes sense. So just, just a couple. Hmm, okay. So this is just a couple of Christmas gifts out there? I mean, Christmas, birthday, what have you. Valentine's Day. Oh, that's going to be a lovely day. Oh, yeah. Have you seen this? I have not. It's a fingerprint lock. Oh. Fancy. So you, yeah, so charge it up and you record your fingerprint and it has an app as always. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 150 million supports a six month of standby time or two months in one charge out of uh, when out of battery the smart lock will remain locked simply connect to a USB power supply and recover oh okay that's not too bad uh, IP65 weatherproof protects against dust and water not Recommended for outdoor use in rain or snow. So yeah, I was thinking yeah. I was looking at a couple ones that you didn't because I hate I hate the combination locks. I'm always trying to get the key ones, and then, and then I was on uh, YouTube and saw one of these, and I was like, a fingerprint lock? That's not bad. Hmm. Oh, uh, I do. Uh, oh, yeah. There was something that I, I, I forgot last week whenever you're ready to circle back around to that. Hey, we, we, can, we can circle back right now. Okay. Do you remember what I remember what question you asked? It's about the, uh, the uh, taxes. Yes. 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 Uh, so I apologize to everyone that. I uh, <clears throat> I forgot the most important one, which is uh, so. There's ordinary income, there's portfolio income, and then there's passive income. Now you don't uh, so passive income in the sense of if you uh, let's go let's go to real estate because that's the easiest way to really put it out there uh, or multi multi. Uh, um, so say you uh, hmm. so say you buy a duplex okay so you, you own a duplex 
and you're using it as an investment property. Say the duplex, your rent for the duplex in today's economy is $1,000. Well, say that you are charging $750 per unit. So that's $1,400. All right, so you paid $1,000. So, so you now, so basically you're bringing in $400 a month. Well, that's passive income because you did not physically work for it. So since you didn't physically work for it, you paid less, very less tax on that money because it was not generated from manual labor. So that's the best type of income to have because you don't have to go to work to get it. All you do is that you own the property, your tenants pay the rent, the, the tenants pay the mortgage and they give you their rents and their rents equal up to the mortgage plus and that over the your mortgage comes back to you. So that's all I wanted to bring that. Definitely, definitely. Oh yeah, that's that's the way to do it. I mean, because you know, if you don't get a W two, or because uh, uh, right now, oh yeah, because I, you know, like you said, taxes. I finally get to file my taxes. Oh yeah, I'm ready for that one. Oh, oh, do you know what? Uh, what are you waiting for to file your taxes? Well, I have uh, some entrepreneurial entre, entre, entrepreneurial stuff to claim. So that's one. The two, just getting my taxes back. Because the older I get, it seems the less I get back. <laughs> uh, yeah, because the more you take out. Well, the less you take out. Uh, well, no, I just, I have to, uh, one of my investments just, uh, I was, I'm just now able to access my 1099. And that's what you have to file when you have a uh, investment. Like right now, I'm with Fundrise. So I did get, I got, I received uh, dividends and money from my account. So I have to claim that. So they know that I got that. So gotcha. What are you looking at zero gravity chairs for? So I was watching a, a video about like concept items. So it's called a CES um, consumer electronics show. And one of them was a uh, massage chairs. So I just re-popped in my head and I was like, let me check a couple out. Because I would love a massage chair. That is a man cave specialty. Well, you're, you're upside that, down now. Am I? Yeah. Is that better? Yes. Okay, so a massage chair is a must. Oh yes, that's okay. that's a man cave must. Well then, I'm I must have a shoddy man cave because uh, uh, having the Starship Enterprise chair. <laughs> well, 
obviously you're online more than I am. I guess I just be, I'm not a grandpa yet. So I ain't got to do all that. I just call up a masseuse and I get it done. I happen to know one of those. Yeah, see, but see, for, 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 the, for the price of, uh, for the price of, of money it takes to send a masseuse to school, I could just sit in this thing and be cool. Knock out. Just sit down, just. Uh... But see, here's the thing. Now, if that thing can get me from A to B for $5,000. <laughs> no, so... no, I, I just. Not, I was just looking at the prices. Not five thousand. The most that one can five thousand dollars for a chair. Okay, I I get it. Uh, it uh, how can I say this? Uh, um, well, I'm not going to get get you. Uh, only way I'm paying. That much money for a massage chair, it must it better be the best massage chair in the world. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I gotta be politically correct. <laughs> so here's okay. Well, here's a question for you. Yes. Uh okay. You're considered a millennial or correct? Correct. Okay. So, you being where you are right now, you know, often people ask if you could go back and talk to your 17-year-old self, what would you tell him? Because that I was like 10 years ago? Yep. I told him to go to college. I told him to not be scared to uh, ask for the money and to talk to my sister and definitely go to college. Um, possibly Air Force Academy, but if not, definitely a university with ROTC and commission. Okay. Uh, tell them to save his money. Um, definitely not be so grill thirsty, but, you know, check your, check your options. Um, That'd be so what? What thirsty? Lady thirsty. Oh, late. Okay. Yes. Check, but check your options. Uh, I think I would tell him. Yeah, once you graduate, you know, check and see what's out there. Travel, but definitely, definitely save and invest. And now, why would you say that? Well. It's the cliche thing of if I knew about saving and investing and having more money, you know, 10 years, I'd probably, you know, be set. But I think as a 17-year-old, not really having the budgeting mindset or anybody talking to me about budgeting, I think it would have helped now with, helped me a lot more because I think I would have, Excuse me, I would have done a lot more budgeting. Um, and I think I could have helped other people out uh, with, you know, at 17, 
not really knowing much about money, credit cards too. I wouldn't have, I was like, don't, don't apply for any credit cards unless it's through your bank. And if you're going to apply for some credit cards, don't, don't feel, you know, stupid or dumb about asking, you know, hey, can somebody come with me? You know, it's not a bad thing. But definitely, that definitely would have been it. Uh, yeah, so credit, budgeting, and just really paying attention to learning. Um, not being so open with everything I do because I see now that when I don't say anything, what was it? I think somebody was saying they didn't even know I had a YouTube channel or a podcast. And before, it's not that I would always be like open with it, but I just think that sometimes I volunteer information that wasn't asked that oh, I wasn't asked for. And then when I get the result back, which would usually be like, you know, somebody not really caring, it's like, what benefit did you receive from oversharing? So definitely be a little more private. Uh, I would have also been a lot more cautious with my driving because I do believe that that is one thing that screwed me, uh, that has screwed me so far is not driving. Oh, you're driving. Okay. Not really being, um, not really being cautious. And when I had that situation back in, uh, what, 2017? I have to change it and go back inside. I definitely would have saved myself a lot of time and money. Okay. With that being said, here's what you went through those experiences. Mm -hmm. So, uh, everybody has started somewhere. I would have told my as my 17 year old, 10, yeah, I can't go back there. Yeah. I would have told him a lot of different things. He, my, the first thing I would have said, you're going to laugh. Buy Apple, you know, buy Microsoft, excuse me, because Microsoft is just coming out. <laughs> I, I, I'll be talking to you from the island then, physical plan. But Here's what it is, is that there's an old proverb that says, it's what you learn after you know it all that counts. Your grandmother used to have that in the house. And until I got to the point of where I am now, I didn't understand what it means. But now schools teach you so much, but that's a whole other conversation because schools teach you to do one thing and one thing only. I'm look, reading your eyes to see if you want me to unpack or if you just want me to glide over. No, definitely. Go ahead. Oh, 
Well, okay, first of all, do you know how schools were actually started? Uh, not precisely. But there's a, in, in the, so <clears throat> the Carnegie's, the Fords, they first started schools because they were, they wanted to produce employees. Right. Okay. There are entrepreneurs, they're in a business owner, they want employees. So people who know facts, think about it. Here's the question. When did any educational institution teach you about money? And I'm not talking about accounting because that's not money. Accounting is different. When did they teach you about money? Uh, I want to say maybe junior year, we uh, they had a program, but uh, it was mostly just like budgeting with a five-year plan and stuff like that. Like, oh, you have a five-year plan, you make sure you save up money for these certain things and um, make okay. sure you have a savings account and stuff like that. That was the most of we that we got. Okay. So if you're not taught about it, and they give you just a short couple of weeks on it, it's, an, it's no wonder you didn't learn. Right. I mean, they gave it back when I was, well, man, I'm going to date myself, but back when, I, back when I was in elementary school, yeah, they picked out the cash register. We had to learn to count back change, right? Right. So if this is 10, 52, 52, 53, 54, 55, 56, 60. We had to, we had to count change back like that to get the dollars, right? Right. Now you don't need that anymore because you put a button and it coins come out automatically, right? Right. But guess what? How many people can count back change now? If you can go, you don't have to know how to count. And if you don't know how to count and the machine shorts you, you don't know you got shorted unless you get your receipt because you're not doing the figures in your head. But, uh, but, no, but yeah, there's a lot of things that were, you know, there are a lot of things that people aren't taught, you know, you know, talk about credit. You're not talking about how credit that is, how uh, you can't get anything without credit. Now, when I say anything, anything major, unless you have to be a baller and you have 200 large in your safe and you go out and buy that car. But uh, who? It's sitting back like that. So you have to finance a lot of different things. Everything from, you know, uh, down to your, uh, your electric bill because they bring your credit to see if you can pay for your electricity, right? Right. So those three little numbers that they give you mean a lot and you're not talking about it. Because like I said, if I was to have to go back to my, if I went back 15 to 20 years, um, received. If I went back to 17 in that year, 
I would have taught myself, I would have told myself to buy more gold. Because in those years, it was at 350 an ounce. And then I and also I would tell myself to invest in the internet. <laughs> but you know, hindsight's 2020. What? And I would say, uh, so we're on a podcast and you are looking at what? Uh, back brace for work. What do you need a back brace for? Well, we were, uh, we were um, moving boxes, like for a good, what, six, seven, eight, nine, for about three hours. And uh, I tweaked my back while we were moving the boxes. So I was like, yeah, I think I might have to invest in the back brace. So I'm uh, checking to see because I, the, my lower back is. Uh, well, can I give you a different perspective? Mm -hmm. Okay. Back in my days working at Fred Meyer, we got issued back braces. And you and they, these are ones that you you would send down. You had to wear it. And then you had, and then when you want to lift something, you had to pull it tighter. Okay. I told them I'm always, I, I, I'm good. And they're like, why? I said, because this is not a good thing. And they're like, why is it not a good thing? I said, A, it's so, if, okay, you look at your body, right? Right. You have, your body is, is set up with antagonists. Right. Do you know what I mean? Things that agitate. And... Or work against. Right. Okay. Okay, let's go with this way. So if you so you said you tweaked your back, right? Right. When you work on your core, what is your core? It's not just the back; it's your front, back, and your sides, right? So your your lower back, your your, your abs, and your obliques, right? Right. So you put a back brace on, and everything gets so everything gets it gets contracted to tighten up your core for you to move something, right? Which is a false sense of tightening because you're, but if you just do some sit ups and some leg bends and you strengthen your core yourself, you don't need that back brace. Because the thing about it is that having a back brace gives you a false sense of security. So you're like, oh, oh, did you have the back brace on? Yes, I did. Now the, the company's on the hook because you're wearing their back brace and you hurt yourself because you weren't using proper. So, First, look up proper lifting techniques. Lifting the green zone. You know what that means. Right. Put some ice on it like we did back in the day. Take an Epsom salt bath. You would. I mean, I get it. I do. I just like my false security. What's that? I said, I just like my false security. I get it. You like your fossil security. That's fine. 
Uh, but when in 20 years, I'm running around you, and you're like, <laughs> oh, uh, oh, <laughs> did you? <laughs> All right. That's, that's a like, good one. I like that you're one. Like, that was good. You're like, how old are you? I don't know. I stopped counting. What, what is, how old is face too that I am? That was a good one. Hey, my what? My uh, my uh, my first cousin, but he just passed away uh, last month. I mean, uh, late last year. He was ninety-eight. His daughter was saying something to him about his uh, her shrubs couldn't see through the window, and he's out there. On, Chopping at eighty-seven years old, so don't say it can't be done. I don't know about sir. I'll give you that, but I don't know about circles. Maybe, maybe, maybe octagons or rectangles. Maybe a couple, you know, uh, parallelograms, but circles. Yeah, I don't know about that one. Okay, okay, I'll do it even. I'll do it oval. That's fine. <laughs> You know what? Because by that time I have to have my second hit replaced, and I'll really be speedy. I'm gonna have that one. I'm gonna have that one hooked up to the app of a phone. <laughs> Move my feet this fast. Oh man! So uh, one of the topics that I just shrunk down was uh, Brady retiring. Okay. What are your thoughts and or annotations? Well, he's been doing it for 22 years? Yep. And how many rings does he have? Seven. Well, you know, he has kids. Um, my thing is this, is that you know, you have to think about your family and what you want to do. I mean, yes, it, I, it, I mean, there's only two ways to go. Either A, you go after, you know, the metallic, I won a Super Bowl. I won a championship. Can I do it again? Two, I lost. Can I come back again? Uh, he he has he's had a long run. And I mean, you know, he's one of the people I can say that, you know, went to, had two different teams and went to the Super Bowl with two different teams. So, you know, will I call him the GOAT? I can't do that yet, only because. It seems like goat comes out way too much. You, you know, let's go with this, okay? So Will Chamberlain was a goat for his era, right? right? So they say Will Chamberlain. Then, okay, then of course you can't mention, you know, can't go with anything, you know. But who are the great? You know, if we go with the goats, because Magic Johnson was great, Larry Bird was great. There is a whole lot of great players. Who's the first? that comes up when you talk about the goat. MJ. 
MJ. So MJ's a go. But and that, and that, and that's and that's the one thing with that. Bill Russell has way more accolades. <laughs> yes. <laughs> way more than MJ. So that's the only controversy. The only controversy that I have is like MJ is the goat. Yes, but Bill Russell has accolades out the yin yang. So it's like, yes, what really? classifies you as the goat? Is it the passion for the game? Is it the accolades? Is it the accomplishments? Well, first of all, well, think about this. When Bill Russell played, jumping from the foul line wasn't even a thing. Right. right. So that being said, they played a different style of basketball at that time. That's why I said having to say the GOAT is a hard thing to say because, you know, it, um, Bill Russell, yeah. How many points did he score in a game? A lot. Well, how many? And what was it? You know, but they, these were centers because back in them days, everybody went to the big man. They didn't, you know, everybody passed to the big man for him to do all, all his clinging and banging, right? So then you bring in the high flyers. And when I mean high flyers, we had everybody from, so we got, of course, we got Jordan. Uh, there was Clyde Drexler, uh, the mailman. There was a lot of people who went crazy. On, what am I? Oh. I used to lo- love watching uh, Dominique Wilkins. And he came into Dominique Wilkins. Well, have to talk. Five foot seven and dunking over fools, <laughs> right? Different era. They, well, I mean, what would tell Timber said, you dare not to dunk because if you jump too high, these guys would take your legs out. <laughs> and that was that era of basketball, right? Right. So then you come in with the, you know, uh, the next generation. Every, you know, every generation got this, got this. I mean, okay. Uh, see, so it was Dominic. Uh, so Dominic Wilkins, he was dominating. And then there was uh, was it Elijah. Wan? Elijah who changed the whole way that his position was played. But now it's the point with this, you know, because I was watching a game the other day with Steph Curry. Right. And, you know, oh, well, and now, uh, versus the uh, Nets. Well, well, I, well, let's talk about the three-point shot. Because, so, what, who are the best shooters out there? Uh Right now, you have, if we're going top, Devin Booker is right now the best three-point shooter besides Curry and Steph. I mean, Curtis, <laughs> besides uh, Steph and Clay. But then Steph basically was mentored by Steve Nash. So, I mean, and Steve Nash was a disgusting player for his time. So, <laughs> but, um, well, like, yeah. So- so we go back yeah. to the case. So we'll, 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 go ahead. Well, yeah. So him, so Devin Booker, Clay, and Steph, uh, Damian Lillard. Okay. Now these are all new guys, right? Uh, what was the last five years? Uh, uh, Booker, yes. Uh, Steph, Clay, Lillard. They are, they've, been, they've been in. So yeah, them. Okay. Uh, I'll, say Le- I'll say LeBron and then maybe Kyrie. Okay. So, with that being said, so let's, go, let's, let's take it back a little step, right? 
because you can't, you know, uh, I got keep my, I have to keep my uh, people in check. Uh, okay, Jerry so Pete Maverick, Pete Maverick. Hold on, I'm, I'm not going that far back yet. Okay, because Jerry <laughs> West was Jerry West was a long time ago. Uh, but uh, God, dog. So, but you know, we, you, you can also you, you can see your birds because Larry Bird, he was there. Oh yeah. Uh, see Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr back in the day. Okay. You go to the Lakers, you had uh, Byron Scott, was it? Or was it the other dude? Uh, uh, what is his name? Not Byron Scott. There's another guy that, that was on the Lakers, and he was funny. I mean, put it this way. You know, you got the, uh, no, I can't, I, I, I'll be remiss if I didn't mention Reggie Miller. Oh, Reggie Miller, yeah. Yes. Right, he, yeah, he stayed on the... But then we keep going back, you know, then for Seattle, we had Sleepy Sam and Sam Perkins could hit the threes all day long, right? But you know the guy who I think about? Play for Seattle? Before uh, your time? No. Okay. Downtown Fred Brown. Uh, my dad told my dad told me about him. He was throwing threes before there was a three point line, <laughs> so he was getting two points for his shots. And they were at least, if you look at where, if you were to pull up a shot from, you know, you could do it, pull up a shot from Fred Brown. Look at where his feet are above the key. Think about where the three point line is now. He was doing five point shots back then, and he was money, right. So there's been a lot of great shooters, but you know, you don't hear anybody talk about the GOAT for three-point shot. You talk about, oh, you know, no one talks about who, who was the greatest point guard. Okay, of course you got West, but hey, Peyton was a great point guard. There's been some guys, Spud Webb, uh, what was his name? Muggsy Bogues. Uh, he was fast as yeah. right? But everybody talks about, okay, so you got you know, the greats. So Jordan, uh, Dominique, uh, uh, what's that? Elijah Wan. I like Elijah Wan because his position got changed because he took it to a different level. He actually started shooting because at one point in time, we didn't do any shots. We didn't do the shots. Um, of course, you, 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 you know, you can't go with, you know, uh, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention Kobe. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I thought. You know, uh, and I don't know the new the, the new cast that I play, but it's the thing where looking at their uh, attitudes. KB. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Kevin okay, D. see. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Kevin Durant. Yes. Kevin Durant. Yes. Kevin Durant. Yes. Yeah. That one who got, who, who got away from us. Him, uh, Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili. Oh. Tony well, Parker, the Admiral. Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, if we're gonna go through everybody, we'd be here for five hours. You know? <laughs> Alan Iverson. Yeah. You know. Oh, the answer. Yeah. Oh, if, if I'm gonna say that, then I have to go with uh, God. Oh, the best dunk I've ever seen in my life. Vince Carter. Oh. What? How tall was he? Ooh. How tall was Vince Carter? 
Because that was a nasty dunk. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nasty dunk. And I was in, what, maybe kindergarten, first grade? How tall was Miss Carter? I thought I was being dumb right now, but well, look I want to say maybe you. six, maybe six, eight, six, nine. No, no, no. Hold on. I would say between six, five and six, eight. I'll say that. And how tall was the guy he jumped over? Paul, <laughs> dude was dude was at least seven foot tall. Yeah. So, are you, are, are, so. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Okay, right. so six six. So Vince Carter six six. Mm-hmm. And how tall is the guy he jumped over? He was seven two. Seven two. Okay. Six six. So his legs, so his whole body is six six. Yep. So if we go halfway, that means that his legs are at three feet three inches. Okay. So just saying, which we know that's not true, but so his legs were at three feet, three inches. How high did he jump to jump over a seven foot two dude? Because when you looked at the guy as he tested his head, only thing that went over his head was Vince's shorts. That dude jumped through the freaking roof. <laughs> His vertical, he has, a, he, I was, a, 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 a top five verticals in the league. Oh, I yeah. Mean, just. And then the All Star game, too. When he stuck his I, arm in the room. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yep. The rim's 10 feet tall. And he threw his. <laughs> okay. Remember that thing where the NBA was talking about raising the hoop? Mm-hmm. Do you know why? Because of that. <laughs> <laughs> Between that, Shaquille breaking a bunch of them. But yeah. <laughs> you have guys who can just jump on the tippy toes and dump the ball. Right. And when you have this guy who's able to stick his whole arm and hold on to it and then jump, yeah. Yeah, that's a, he, no, he's he's one of my, my top. Besides Dr. J and a couple of the the, the good old cats, he's let me see. So Vince Carter, LeBron, obviously Kobe. Uh, who else? I don't think. Oh, uh, I forgot what team he's on, but is that Terry Rozier? Uh, I want to say it was the 2015 All Star Game. 
he did the same dunk that Vince Carter did. He just, he just did the uh, he just did it backwards. So Vince Carter did the three sixty and put his arm in. Uh, Terry Rosier did the reverse three sixty. Did put his arm in, and I'm like, if you're going to use Vince Carter's dunk, at least do it the correct way. But uh, yeah, this if I can count probably five of the the ones that's been in for a good fifteen. Vince Carter, LeBron, Kobe, maybe Zach Levine. But that's about if I can count that. Maybe four. But Dr. J. Oh, well, you know, everybody has a originator. <laughs> well, it, it, if you look at it, you know. So Dr. J, uh, what Jordan, iPad of mine. Jordan, yeah. And then Jordan, he's a, what is he, what, what's the next example? Kobe. I patted myself after Jordan. You know, we sit there and talk and whatnot. And it's like, okay. The intensity, the level that they played, man, with the heart. I mean, because that's what we got. We'll give it to MJ. When he left, played baseball, came back, he's jumping on the floor and grabbing balls because of his love for the game. Right. You know, I you know what? And you know, or, you know, rest in peace. I would have loved to see, you know, what else Kobe had. I mean, oh, definitely. I mean, it's like it's right now. What Steve Nash is coaching, uh, mm-hmm. Doc Rivers is coaching. Uh, you know, you know, Jordan decided to go a different route. I'm gonna I'm own the team. <laughs> I'm, not gonna, I'm not gonna coach it, but the movers, you know. So yeah, they got the new guys coming up. But no, this these guys. I mean, the way that you know what they brought to the game. But like I said, if you have to look up, you know, so you're on your you're on your laptop now. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. This look up. This look up a shot from downtown Freddie Brown and tell me how far back where he was on the court. And I know that a lot of your followers aren't going to know who he is, so they'll have to look up too. But you tell me where he was sitting, where, where he shot from. Behind the three-point line? Was that? He was so way behind the three-point line. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he's a good two feet behind the three-point line. And how much did he get? How many points did he make? Like, what, two? Yep. <laughs> there was no three-point line when he's doing it. Yeah. <laughs> is that is that a legit statement? That yeah, that 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 kind of reminds me of uh Clay Thompson. Cuz even though not he's true. not uh he's on the Warriors uh okay. Even though he's not as talked about as as Steph. Mm-hmm. I would say he can shoot farther from Steph. He can shoot farther than Steph. 
Okay. Like he, one of the games he, sh- he shot uh, uh, 35 feet away from the hoop. And I was like, and it was it was in the game, so he shot, and I'm like, I like I like, I like play more than Steph. He shot a little further. I'm a <laughs> well, yeah. But I'm saying, you see, was there a two point line in those no. games that you watched? No. So he was getting two points for all these long range shots. If they were to calculate how many three-point shots he made, because <laughs> even well, because even Devil of Shrimp was a good outside shooter. Okay, he's three steps away from the logo in this first shot. From the logo, and lo- where's the logo? So logo's half court. <laughs> He's he's three three steps away from the logo, like okay, and and so and I was like, I give I give Curry his props, but play yeah. shooting from like three steps away from the logo, and the logo's maybe maybe an adult, so say average, maybe six feet. So like, how far how how far back to the three point line did he shoot? He shot, I want to say maybe go four or five feet, and that's in the game, like actual game, just stepping back, just shooting. Like I said, I'm not saying Steph Curry is like not good, but Clay has range. Well, well, yeah, you know what? It, it, you know, the thing that I start to realize about sports that. And we'll talk about this on another episode. You know how they told you in school, we will ever use math? Right. Oh, yeah. They, they, were, they were talking about it with LeBron. They <laughs> said, yeah, an Excel sheet to, 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 to play basketball. They're like, you know how much math that is? Well, okay. For basketball, you're aiming at a solid, at a non moving object. Right. You are aiming at this. Hey, Curtis. Oh, my mechanics here. Uh, But he's aiming at a spot, right? Right. You get a quarterback who's hitting somebody on a run who hasn't gotten there yet. And not only does that, I have to throw it so that you can get the ball and not the person behind you. Right. Well, it's, uh, yeah, it's 520. My mechanic is here. I need to go check on that. So I will bid you a fun adieu, and uh, we will chat later. All right. Sounds good. All right, nephew. Talk to you later. All right. All right.